Can anyone catch them, do you think? Uh, yes, of course. As unbelievable as it sounds, this is another Arsenal podcast that is the Away Gunners podcast. We bring news and reaction from Arsenal fans from all over the world. This is another episode of the Away Gunners podcast. If you like our content, please do like, share and subscribe to Away Gunners in all your social media platforms. This episode is a preview of the upcoming Arsenal vs Norwich game. We talk about everything regarding the game, from formation, what does it mean, and the players. We discuss in detail about our forward position and lay our praise for Vivian Midiama for her 100 goals with Arsenal women. We also make our predictions. Do check out. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Awakeness Podcast. Uh, we have got the whole gang back uh, to discuss the relegation uh, derby, as, <laughs> as people have been calling it. The 20th team, 20th place team versus the 19th place team. And the hook line is, we are not the 19th place team. <laughs> so, <laughs> so welcome back guys. Hi Deepak, hi Bob, hi Arun. Hello. Good day guys. <laughs> So uh, that that has been the uh, you know that has been the hook line for all the media to beat us with you know like <laughs> they have been saying the same thing that oh it's a 20th place team Norwich is going to have a easier game and all those things but after having you know put the put uh, I, at least for me I have put the Manchester City um, defeat in a box somewhere right. I mean, well, not completely. I, I, I don't think you are alone on that. People just want to erase <laughs> it out of the memory. So no, I mean, it's not about just erasing out of the memory. What I meant was like I have put that somewhere where it's not reachable right now. Like it's not so <laughs> fresh. If this game has happened the next week, we would have had that fresh. But now I feel like we have that in our memory, but we do have some distance to it. We are <laughs> feeling like okay, that is Manchester City. We got lost at the end of the day. It's a uh, it's a three points lost, right? That's that's expected. Bob, do you feel that way or are you still like, oh, no, this is this is going to be a very important game? Um, I think this is going to be a very important game because uh, this is the first game of our season. Uh, we are starting afresh from scratch. <laughs> so, um, now much to look forward for uh, for the for the 35 game season that we are going to have. Um, yeah, no, definitely something to look out for. <laughs> 35 game season. We, if we could start with zero points, zero goals, and minus nine as a start to a season, that's not that's not a good place to start a season, Bob. I think the view that I have just has the zero zero, you know, just uh, for the zero goals and then the zero points that we've had. Um, beyond that, I don't have my phone doesn't have the big things, so I just go with that. This 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 has become the plight of our Arsenal fans that we'll we'll as well blame our phone with <laughs> instead of accepting the reality that Arsenal has been shit for the past three games. Uh, but uh, but Arun, so do you share that sentiment with Bob that this is going to be a start of the season for Arsenal? 
uh, well, we don't have another choice right now, do we? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree. Like, I mean, um, given all that has happened before uh, over the last three games, the first three games that we had, when we did not have our entire team and the fact that we had injuries plus Jaka was present. I don't want to go too much on Jaka. <laughs> but then the like, good thing that we have now is he's, he's going to be absent. So that could possibly be, you know, helpful. But but jokes aside, I, I I do believe that like you know this is uh, possibly like uh, the best um, uh, how how do you put it like redeem rede- redemption game for us uh, this I don't think we can have like another better chance of playing a team that is ranked for 19th where which means we know their quality they were not in the Premier League last season so uh, this would be a great opportunity for us I don't uh, and and I fully expect us to win uh, so yeah for me this is the start of the season onward let's go. Yeah. Okay, so the, the other side of that, Deepak, is that this, this has so much riding on it, right? Everyone is saying we are going to win this game. But what if we don't? If we don't, uh, uh, it's time for Arteta to go. That's it. Simple <laughs> as that. So, there is so, no point sticking with him. What you go and lose against Norwich, as I told, like, like what, two, two parts back, like, uh, Norwich should be the start, like, where we should really start judging it. Like, if every game should be like, we should have like 19 points or 18 points until the Watford game. And and if we lose this game, then like, what, like, we will tell, oh, next game is the start of the season. It cannot continue like this. <laughs> so, he has to win this game. There is no other way to this. So, I agree, yeah. so, so that, is the, that is the other overarching question in this, right? Uh, in this whatever run that we have been discussing, and we have we have discussed this in in detail, uh, Deepak, right? And you have mentioned that this run has to be that 18 points or 19 points. But this is going to be the situation where every other game is going to be a litmus test. As in, like if we get three wins together, and then mm-hmm. if we lose a game, it would still bring back yeah, the questions. It would still bring back the question. There is no point in this run that is going to be giving us the hope that. Uh, no, after this, like five wins or four wins or three wins, yeah. Now, now Arteta's position or Arsenal's position is fine. Even if we end up, even after like another five games, we end up mid-table or we end up closer to sixth, right? Which which could which could possibly happen. Even in that scenario, I think we would still have this doubt about uh, Arsenal and Arteta, right? Uh, yeah, definitely because like uh, the start which we had uh, has been like really bad, so. To recover from that, it would take like at least like till December, I would say. But uh, this uh, stretch of games, he, uh, the team has to prove that they have like at least improved with the players coming back. Mm-hmm. We have like a lot of like uh, Pate, Ben White, Gabriel, and we signed an RB. Like all those players would oh, come yeah, into so. the team, and we have to see. I like, think he forgot they, his name. Yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. <laughs> Tommy Asu. Tommy Asu. Let's call him Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. yeah. So we have to see how they gel together. And plus, we cannot give this as an excuse as well. These players are coming back. Oh, it would take some time for them to gel. So it's basically like Arteta is like he is pushed against a wall. He has to like prove something. Otherwise, it, it's too much pressure on him. Like this Norwich game would have been like a like a regular three-pointer. Given the start we had and given the pressure he's on, this is also is like uh, 
it's a proper um, i wouldn't say it's a relegation battle it's a proper battle for him actually and the stretch of games is like what like until watford he cannot lose any of those games if you ask me if we have to like move up the table but still like we can give one or two games like leeway for him but it has to be like that because of the start we had and the pressure he has put himself on but but that is that is exactly my problem uh, bob so <clears throat> arteta himself from the start of his career at arsenal has always had this situation where even the last time when we had a great run after uh, after the december or whatever whether you can call it a great great run or whatever but after after uh, boxing day we had a good set of results out out of the team right even even after that even in the first season when we won the fa cup and after that every time there is a string of a couple of losses there is questions on arteta every time there is like two losses in a row or like when there is uh, the teams uh, not not able to score not not looking freely there is always questions on arteta do you see any point or any anything that could change that like to take away the questions from arteta's uh, arsenal from like okay from now on we are okay we even if we lose two games we are like oh yeah we would bounce back do you see, see any point uh, where we would get there yeah i think i think in a way see i don't completely support that but in a way the fans what they are actually demanding is arteta show a particular pattern of play that he can actually continue and sustain for a long period of time um he, right when he first joined you know he had this sort of honeymoon season and then towards the end of it he sort of papered over the cracks by winning up the fa cup um last season was just a let go out say you know he could have actually built on to something but then he chose to go sideways pass you know if you if you talk about in football terms um they were some places or we were patchy in our improvements but it was not very evident to show that oh yeah when arteta plays this way this team is definitely going to win there isn't anything that you could deduce out of any of these runs which the team had had over the last season and um, and that's what is happening I, i think the fans they don't see any anything really happening at all in a way that they could get some confidence to say oh yeah now by now um we should start winning games possibly the only biggest hope that we all have for the norwich game is the fact that we have many players returning and their quality should should be able to get the result against a lowly placed opposition team um um you know against norwich that we are talking had we been playing city for examples um, i'm not sure whether we would be having the same level of confidence despite having so many players coming back to us hmm that that is an actual interesting point will we that, that so the coming back of players is one thing right but the other part of it is that arteta is not someone who is going to be looking at individual talents uh, to solve the problems on the pitch uh, he he looks to be a person like i don't care what your individual talents are i want you to play in a structure and we don't as fans at least for me i don't understand what is that structure or what is that pattern of play like bob has mentioned that uh, he's trying to implement uh, right bob, so yeah he's not definitely that kind of manager then why is he giving an excuse saying these players are out you know 
of course <laughs> then he shouldn't be giving an excuse saying these players are out this many players are out so that we are uh, losing points it's not the case so yeah that's the point there yeah so right right deepak that is that is exactly what i'm trying to make right like we are making this excuse that these players coming back is going to push the team by sheer quality but the quality the player quality is not what arteta seems to be looking at right he is more looking at i don't care if obamiang is not going to thrive on crosses but i would put on crosses because that is my way of playing right i'm not saying that is what he is doing or uh, that, that that is what bob mentioned we haven't seen anything any pattern that is actually going to give us confidence you said it right if there is an abamang as a striker who is known for his runs and like you know cutting in and you're giving him crosses knowing that he's not going to hit it that's that's why people are not confident enough to actually support and say that this team is going to win you know uh, so so we have been talking about this players coming back so let's put together a formation or let's put together what we are expecting or what arteta would put on the pitch on an average game right um so let's start with the uh, goal goal is going to be leno are you guys thinking like that's going to change anytime soon no no oh uh, right but but the 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 thing is like um, leno i think he was still with the national team i think right? he got back yesterday he did but like will he be like match fit and ready or so soon also also people have been talking about like there been lot of talks on uh, social media about uh, ramstel telling his friends and people close to him that there is going to be a change and there is a possibility of him playing uh i i don't i don't believe these sources uh, that the, these things don't seem to interest no, you guys so. no 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 uh this is not aftv <laughs> going to take up uh, unknown sources i mean yeah i was trying to be yeah but whoever starts will be the like like for me will be the main man as usual <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i think leno would, would start i don't think uh, arteta is ready to pull the jersey out of him and put it on Aaron Ramsdale the number one jersey yeah but um, for me like both are at the same level right now so i don't care who starts <laughs> <laughs> uh so so se- the center back position uh, do you uh, i have been struggling with this question a lot do you <laughs> see the gabriel white partnership which looks to be the partnership that we are looking for uh, in paper it looks like oh yeah this is going to work but do you have doubts bob on the gabriel and white partnership and do you think that is going to happen because both of them are coming back from uh, layoffs injuries and and uh, covid and whatever so do you think arteta would be bold enough to put both of them on pitch or do you think that's not going to happen we are going to have one of them and then maybe mari or maybe holding yeah so i i think it would be a uh, um a uh, three uh, uh, uh three at the back defense Come with two wing backs that's, that's <laughs> possibly how i i see it as with uh, gabriel holding and white all of them um starting again norwich um, seriously yes against norwich that's because they've got legs to try this game and they are all fresh after their um, after their injury layoffs and their breaks so they would be in a position to start and i'm pretty sure arteta would be trying for um uh a uh, three man defense at the back hmm. but but dni like, and uh, tomiyasu covering for the flanks i i have the question there so given that the opposition is norwich will going with three at the back actually send any sort of a wrong message to the fans to the players 
I don't care about the message. message. I, I don't care about the messages. I am not going to write. As long no. as we win, I am, <laughs> I am happy right now. I am on okay. the stage. <laughs> okay. Okay. All we need is a W. Okay. I get it. <laughs> But, but yeah, but, I think I think that's what would be the expectation as well from the manager, and he would, I think, although he wouldn't really say it outside, but he would think he would be in some sort of a pressure internally, and he would want to put a win back on. As as the guys actually mentioned, you know, a loss would put ten steps back or possibly even lead him to get tagged. Yeah, so so <laughs> let's not let's not discuss that anymore. But but yeah, I think I would it, I think it would be a three man at the back. Mm, interesting, uh, Deepak. Do you think it's going to be three men at the back? Uh, probably. I, as Bob said, he would be trying to play it safe. That has been always Arteta's principle: like play it safe at first, not go for the win. But, it has been his philosophy. But but it's that's the side that I'm I'm concerned about, right? Like my concern is not that playing safe or whatever, but. This international break, the whole point is bringing in new players, bringing in what he wants to do. That is what he has been mentioning in in all his meetings that I've got my players black. So if we no. are going to start this start this run of uh, games with a back three, is that the is that what he is trying to do? Like we are going to play back three from now on because that is the point, right? To start do something. Know, do we know what he wants to do? No. <laughs> Does he know what he wants to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is another thing. Oh yeah, like, we we don't have like a clear setup right now. We like fall back to back four, fall back to back three or something. But the thing is, like, we don't know what he wants to do or what whatever he wants to do something. But uh, so yeah, I don't see a problem with playing with back three. Like as long as you win and like you have like a proper structure and a, a way of playing. there is no difference in like which kind of formation you play so if you are defensively good enough yeah it's well uh, it's good for me like you you win 1-0 or 2-0 or whatever as long as it's a win it's a win so i don't care like uh, we have to play like city and score like five goals every game we don't have that personnel and we don't we cannot play like that with these people so as long as he starts with a back three or a back four if we get a win i'm happy with it. Hmm. But Arun, uh, Tomiyasu was with the uh, Japanese team, Japanese national team over the international break. I think he got back yesterday, uh, the time of recording, or today. I I don't know whichever that is. Do you think that that is going to happen? That he's going to come in straight into the uh, starting line? I mean, I'm not talking about the quality. We know that of all our right backs, Tomiyasu ca- could get ahead, even though we haven't seen him kick a ball. at all <laughs> right but yeah. still he would get ahead of chambers and cedric but sure. for this game for this game do you see him coming straight in uh, into the team uh no no i i i think it's uh, going to be chambers starting at right back atomias who uh, as i think he's <laughs> <laughs> Deepak already is rolling his head. <laughs> the, the, the groan, the groan was so loud. <laughs> But, But uh, I, I think, like, um, I think we can afford to take take that chance with Chambers, given the opposition we had, have, and I, I think, like, um, given the run of games that we have, we actually will have time to integrate Tomiyasu in properly and, like, not have him forced and uh, for, be forced and come into a league that he's not like familiar with and get injured or whatever. We always have this curse with us, you know. So given all that, I I think like we'll be going um, with Chambers. Tomiyasu will slowly be eased in, 
plus like we also have to like understand that like you know he's um as i said it's a new league but he's also coming from a league that is more defensive the pace is very different and he's coming from japan no no disrespect to japanese players but then that is not a place where we see a lot of physical fast players coming from right so all of this goes sort of against him but his performances have been really good and he's versatile uh, so for me as soon as he comes in he's definitely going to uh, start uh, you know like uh, with on the right note but he needs the right time to start So I would say like we'll go with the back four, which might be different from what you guys are thinking. So no, I'll be going. That, that is splitting the ball right at the center, right? Yeah, even, exactly. Even I think it's going to be back four. Too. Back four, yeah. So, Katie, Gabriel, uh, White, and Chambers. That is that is the point where I actually differ. I don't think both uh, both Gabriel and uh, White would start together. That that is too many. Uh, risk factors for Arteta to put in to put it could be pitch. yeah and too many so, unknowns on the pitch yeah. but I think like if at all he wants to experiment or do something this would possibly be the best opportunity. So the other side of it, uh, Bob, the midfield, right? That is a problem area for us for a long time. Uh, I mean, from the time that Arteta has come in, uh, our whole passing uh, with whether it might be because of Jaka or whether it's because of Arteta, I don't know the reasons, but our whole passing has been. through wings we never go through the center as in uh, when we are talking about city style of playing city city goes through the center and then goes wide and then comes through center and then scores that's that's how it works but for us it's like goes through wide that's all we are looking at there is oh. no center right and with sambi getting his start with the belgian team uh, i mean belgium is the number one ranked team and he is he has broken into that team so i for me personally i would suggest we start with sambi and pate pate at the at the base of uh, our midfield but hearing from arteta or looking at the training pictures or i'm trying to read too much into it maybe i don't see sambi being focused anywhere so i am worried that maybe sambi will not start maybe it will be a party elnedi elnedi center of the park so is that what you are thinking bob Yeah, I think what fans think and what what the manager does is two different things. At the end of the day, we all were complete state of shock against City when Sambi didn't start, and the whole world expected him to be on the team sheet, you know, ahead of everyone else. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll I'll to me if I if I look at from outside, it's a no-brainer to me for us to start with both Sambi and uh, Partey in the center. But what manager does? uh we don't really have an idea of um elnene until yesterday was subjected to a bit from um uh, besiktas i think um so yeah i think uh, that transfer was rejected outright despite the fact that you know elnene is uh, um towards the end of the uh, contract uh, probably is winding up next year so um given that i won't be surprised if he starts with any other combination than what we spoke about but most popular and most logical thing to do would be to give um sambi as well as party uh, a chance to prove uh, i mean uh, to try and see you know how they both work together because uh, that is the point right if if this cannot be tried with norwich where will we start this process right this is i agree this, i agree all these all these gambles that we can take is to be taken against norwich but uh, yes, sir finally 
but 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 in on that note uh, deepak uh, esr is unavailable so odegaard is going to be the number 10 there is no other uh, choice there uh, you, i mean do you think he will start as number 10 Like, <laughs> game, <laughs> no, I, I know that is the case, but I think uh, Odegaard is kind of what uh, Arteta yeah, yeah. wanted, right? He wanted his man to be on the pitch and his man seems to be Odegaard more than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and with Odegaard in the center and ESR not available and for sure it's going to be Saka and Pepe. Mm. Is, right? Pepe, is Pepe like back I, the last two games back yeah yeah he's he's back 100% yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. of course it's Saka and Pepe we have no other players so, <laughs> but, but but is Saka like uh, uh, yeah he was rested for the last game yeah yeah, yeah. so so that is the question right so now Pepe and Saka are both back uh, for me Saka works really good on the right mm. and that seems to be Pepe's preferred position even though I I would like him to play from the left do you see anything else happening or do you see lacazette playing through the center and aba on the left saka on the right do you see that four changing somewhat differently uh it can happen yeah the yeah. we have like yeah the like yeah yeah that could work like start like aba on the left and saka on the right and bench pepe and bringing bring him around like 78th minute Yeah, because Arteta doesn't do substitute at 60th, so yeah. <laughs> no, but that in that case, he's being me, unpredictable. But but for for me in that case, the problem is that Pepe is a player that we have we have for the future. He's not going to go anywhere unless we sell him, which I don't think we can afford to. And uh, and Lacazette is a player that uh, that could be going out at the end of the season, right? That that is. almost certain that he's going out so why do we why do we have to spend our uh, our effort or our energy into putting lacazette there uh, let's let's play abort friend uh, let lacazette be like we could go and tell him like hey dude you are going at the end of this window so you are here only for you know coming in as a substitute or whenever oba is not, not available because you are going out anyways it's not a difficult conversation to have with lacazette and on that on that note thing is like we play better with laka as a center forward then we should as have given him as... the uh, given him the contract but we have given him uh, we have committed to obameyang yeah but like if you have seen the games under arteta always we have played better with laka set as a number 9 or like a, a deep lying forward like fumino or something that has been always the case so i don't know about like giving uh, contract to lacazette and stuff like that probably we're looking at a, a, a like to like replacement for him we couldn't find in this window so yeah that's the thing like i would like still like start lacazette and uh, because i feel like we play better with him so put lacazette and as you said like uh, auba on the left and saka on the right so a, everything boils down to this point as long as we get a win uh, whatever team is best suited to get this w mm-hmm. that matters i don't care like if he's going next somewhere out or we have to groom pepe or something we don't need to groom pepe we paid 72 million for him he has to play what mm-hmm. still we are grooming him for what three seasons no need of that so as long as we get that win whatever team he puts out he should make sure that we get that win so that is on him so yeah that's my point 
Hmm. Anyone else want to take that question up? Like, uh, has a different opinion of, of what the front uh, front four would be? Bob, Arun, any one of you? Uh, okay, for me, I think it would be um, um, it would be uh, Odegaard, Saka, um, and uh, Odegaard, Saka, Aubameyang, um, and like I said all four of them would make a start is what i think of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if if that is the case uh, yeah if go i ahead. can just add for me i think it it would be alba uh, pepe saka and uh, odegaard i would want alba to pay, play more because he's someone who we have he has another this season and the next season as well on his contract we are definitely not going to be able to uh, like you know sell him off at the end of the season given the wages here and so he's most likely to run his contract down the same way like i said for me at this point i do not see the need for like i said to be a starter in games even though he might be suited i would want alba to be the one who's getting more suited to get start these games because we have to keep him for the next two years so like i said for me is just going to be an impact sub throughout the season uh, i would want alba to uh, know the system, gel well in with the players, and then like continue on for the season because we do not have another option. So yeah, I am the- also taking that bet. I have made, I have picked Auba and FPL, and I have made captain this year. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I haven't gone that far. I haven't gone that far. <laughs> so, so that is the question, right? Because the whole point is that zero goal scored, and Auba is someone who could change that zero into something else. And this, this is a very important factor in Arsenal. Uh, you know, attacking side of things that Abba fires because he, when he fires, goals come in. That's that's as simple as that. And Arsenal are, are lacking goals. And last season we were lacking goals from Abba, and and that is what has led us to be a team that doesn't shoot, doesn't score as much. And this run of six games is actually a golden opportunity for Aubameyang to get back to scoring goals. Before uh, you know the difficult games come come in. Uh, on on the note of goal scoring, though, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the women's uh, league game against uh, uh, Chelsea. If we could get Bob, if we could get Vivian Medema to be our centre forward <laughs> instead of the women's centre forward, she has scored hundred goals in hundred and ten appearances with zero penalties. How cool is that? Is the goat? <laughs> yeah. No, I think no one could even come closer to her. She she backed the hat trick as well against uh, Slavia Prague uh, for the Champions League qualifying uh, last night. So yeah, no, I think she's she's the best that we've seen in any any you know women's football. And she could she could give a run of money uh, for anyone you know. I mean, she been put in a an immense team. So that's that's how good she is. Um, and and I wouldn't hesitate to say that she could she could actually be the first one on the team sheet. Should we should she opt to play in for men's football? <laughs> Arsenal Football Club has made us uh, follow women's football more religiously than before. Because I, I, I think even if. Uh... 
the viv does come to the team i think she'll also be equally confused with the tactics that we're having you'll see 110 of 110 games and 100 actually like plummeting you know instantly <laughs> uh, but but okay let's uh, let's put a lid on the conversation for the game first so uh, let's talk about the key players because arun you were spot on when you mentioned jaka to be the key player for arsenal <laughs> against city whether it's positive or negative but it turned out to be the golden touch um so let's put a key player discussion here or a key players discussion here uh for arsenal uh, arun I'll, i'll get back to you because you seem to have that golden touch who do you think <laughs> who do you think would be the key player for arsenal odega odega just 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 before that i was going to say that uh, arsenal i mean sorry arun's golden touch is lost with jaka getting banned for three games so. <laughs> isn't that what you want no, really that, that isn't is, that the that, golden touch that really is, that <laughs> is the golden touch actually <laughs> I, i i think i answered the pleas of a lot of fans including deepak when i did say that <laughs> yeah but but uh, on a serious note yeah for me i think uh, the, the key man for this game is going to be odega uh, norwich are a uh, 28th you know they're a low block team they're not going to like come out and like attack us or give us any spaces to exploit so we need someone who's very intelligent very creative um and like odegar has been having a really good international uh, you know break he sees he made all those 13 key passes though it was uh, gibraltar uh, you need uh, someone of course gibraltar are going to be like you know a low block team as well not not making any comparisons of course the quality is here is really high um sorry arun just on that he made 12 chances against uh, gibraltar yeah um that was the highest in a, a european world cup qualifier um according to what opta says yeah and yeah yeah there's yeah. been one other premier league player who has done that vigadose vigadose right yeah very good so yeah so that's where that's what i feel like odegaard is going to play a very very big role in this game he's the only one who can unlock that defense and get us some chances so yeah i i i'll go i'd go for it uh bob continuing on that discussion who do you think is the key player for arsenal uh it's it's going to be um to me i would say oba ahead of odegaard because uh, oba i'm expecting him to finding his um, score, scoring touch um, i'm sure he would score at least a goal is what i think of and he would be a very important player to look out for so yeah, i'll i'll put my money on odegaard sorry uh oh, oh, okay. sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, so deepak uh, to round off that discussion uh, who do you think uh, is the uh, abu mayan we need to score goals simple as that mm-hmm. okay so uh, now that the arsenal side of things are done and most of us has put like for me to again it's going to be obamayang because we want goals and it's norwich uh, uh, so uh, just to just to put the norwich side of things right we know they have a lot of a lot of players who always gives us trouble like puki is there uh, uh, what's his name todd cantwell is there then tim krul definitely starts playing uh, like a, a big goalkeeper against us um uh, so so uh, bob i'll start with you on this one so norwich side do you see a, a player that you could consider as a danger man or do you see i'll i'll mention a name which is apart from those three that you mentioned it is uh, billy gilmore um if he if he clicks then we would have real trouble in breaking down passes and all those sort of things um so the, the key is to make him sort of quiet and then you know somehow try and get the ball past 
midfield into attacking positions every now and then. So Gilmore would be the one to look out for. Of course, um, Puki uh, is very important because most of their goals come through him. Uh, but as long as we are able to hold off the midfield battle um, and we know it, then we should be having a fair bit of a chance against Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Deepak, uh, we were for Max Ahrens uh, for quite some time, at least from the media side of it. And we are, uh, do you see him as a danger man or do you go go along with uh, Billy Gilmore's suggestion? Yeah, I would, no, Ahrens is not that great. So I would still go with Gilmore. Like he, he is like a really great talent. I, I like I almost see a Wilshire in him. He is like stocky, small, and he is like he has a good passing. So if he, yeah, as Bob said, if he clicks, like it would be tough for Partey and whoever if it's El Nini or uh, Lokanga. Norwich is basically is not a team which usually sits back and. Uh, like different, they always try, tend to play. That's why they lose three nil, four nil, and stuff. But so yeah, like uh, as Bob said, it would be Gilmore and uh, probably Puki. Like yeah, a- any centre forward turns turns up against us. So yeah, Arun, <laughs> uh, uh, Puki. Okay. Puki. Primarily because we have the habit of like letting anyone score against us, <laughs> and Puki does have the habit of scoring goals, and he did have a good start. To- uh, the last time they played. So, I'm going to say Puki. And we have like a new defense as well. So, Puki, yeah. Uh, we have been talking about Billy Gilmore uh, being an young talent. There is another name uh, in Arsenal media and social media. And I'm not trying to hype him up. I'm just putting it out there uh, because we have been hearing a lot about him. It's uh, Charlie Patino. Bob, uh, uh, that kid seems to be really good, at least from whatever videos I'm watching and stuff. And I'm not, again, with the caveat of not trying to sound like uh, putting him up. Um, do you see him having any any uh, any any influence on the first team, or uh, how good is he? And what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of media attention on him uh, lately. Against, I mean, they they recently played against uh, Swindon. And although they lost, you know, some of the some of the moves which uh, Patino did during that game was was highly recognized. And even there was a mention in from um, his uh, scout uh, who actually um, who found um, uh, Patino is the fact that uh, I mean he is apparently the same one who uh, found uh, Wilcher as well uh, from the same team, uh, Luton Town. Um, so basically, uh, they say you, you, you that, forgot uh, about Scout Waste. Apparently, five years ago, he was the one who predicted everything about like Saka. He said Saka is the real deal, and now he yeah. said he was <laughs> he's the real Nelson. Deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Instead of making or oh, remember the name Patino, and then yeah. <laughs> say, oh yeah, that's what he said about Bakaya Saka, and now he's like, dude, he's not even made himself a career at Arsenal so far. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, I think there's there's been some talent in him. I don't really want to hype hype him up, as you said, you know, because there's a lot of um, I mean, a lot of things that he has to get past, and then you know he has to remain injury free in the right frame of mind, the right team, and the right system. Um, I hear a lot of things positive about the way that Mertesacker is trying to you know promote the youth from within. Um, which is sort of driving some of these players out uh, from Hayland. 
So uh, it's it's good, very exciting to see. I mean, not just on him. You know, I just want to touch upon the other two players as well. You know, who's who's in similar sort of uh, position um, with Omar Hutchinson and then uh, with uh, Miguel Assis as well. You now joining Portsmouth and he's as well been doing good uh, from based on what he, his coaches as we've been saying. So there are a few players to look out for for sure. Um, but but yeah, I think as he said, you know, let's not hype. Uh, them a bit and you know sort of pressurize them as such you know um but but yeah you know, over a period of time if they if they start to put such performances then we might start to see them more near the first team mm. i okay. think he would break into the first team this season given that parte and elay would leave for african nations we have just two midfielders mm-hmm. yeah Oh. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Uh, a man is there. So, uh, but but oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bob, uh, do you have your uh, stat corner for us today? I'll give it a try. I'll see how far we could go. Um, in the last, um, I mean, eighteen times that we played Norwich, the last time that we lost against them. Uh, was a one nil loss in october 2012 so i don't really uh, want that history to get repeated for long in terms of the worst starts uh, i mean talking about arteta i could not just think about anything else other than the worst start in the english top flight um, right after um, right after west ham um, you know um, we've had a better our worst goal difference in minus 10 goals we are the we are the second worst in that so with minus 9 um, the the only difference between us and now which is the fact that they have actually scored a goal uh, which we have in so far so we we are uh, going to score 10 goals that's what my friends say <laughs> oh, yeah. and going uh, to make a gd plus 1 in one game <laughs> um again again i mean um, with with, uh, with regards to the english top flight premier league um uh, history um this is of course arsenal's worst uh, start um and it, it in history if you look at it you know there is only once before that we've lost first four games of a season that was way back in 1923 season so um, that's quite a fair way to go um talking about the potential debut of tomiyasu i just wanted to ask you guys a question um who was the last japanese to have played for premier league uh, for arsenal junichi namoto uh no miyachi. Miyachi. oh miyachi. miyachi oh that's true yes <laughs> inamoto uh, did not play he was just in the squad yes now and yes uh, yeah not 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 in the premier league uh, era at least uh, arun so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. something did not play so, in the premier league yeah yes um so it um, miyachi who has played one game i i thought he never played a game but then um, just like how we all were talking about patino these days you know back at the time it was all miyachi oh yeah we found a unique kid and then you know he's the next big thing to happen in football we, just like we we, we we just keep talking about our players all the time you know stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think yeah that's that's um, that's about it in terms of the stats that i had you know um, possibly we'll have better things to talk about once after the game is over um, in, in <laughs> <and> at least <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks, I Bob. Tell the run extended to <laughs> the Norwich run will be broken. That first start of like 1923 will be broken. Yes. So, 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 so Deepak, uh, 
let's let's be realistic let's put a prediction on on the line let's start with you what is the prediction for the game that you are making 3-0 for us to win okay 3-0 for us to win and uh, arun what's your prediction for the 2-0 are you anyone of you going to predict who the scorer would be abu mayang scoring hat trick Oh, I just want a goal. I don't care who scores it, even if it is an own goal, I'll be happy. Uh, okay, Bob, uh, what about your prediction? I'll go for a three nil uh, to Arsenal um, with Aubameyang a brace, um, and I would think either of uh, Odegaard or uh, like I said to score the third goal. All of you guys believe that Arsenal is going to keep a clean sheet. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that optimism in me. Oh, to... Can I change it? I think so. I think so. Vijay. I, I'll, I'll, change I think so. I'll change mine to 2-1. I'll change mine to 2-1. I'll change it to 2-1. Come on, no, no. I, I, I'm very confident about our defense. So I, 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 I know that there's a goal in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was going for. I was going for a two one. Guys, we, we didn't really touch upon the fact that we had our revenge on Brentford in our game. Come on, guys. No, no. Alternate, it's alternate reality. So you have to start thinking about alternate reality. <laughs> no, Bob, never going to happen. But uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, it's been a nice uh, uh, pod again, and a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we will meet after the victory against Norwich. Thanks. Bye. Right. Thank you. Come on, Arsenal. And that is the end of the pod. For more Arsenal-related content, please like, subscribe, and share to the Awake Owners Podcast. See you next week. Arsenal! Arsenal!